Welcome into the Slobberknocker Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Leak, joined as always by my man, Uncle T. And today we have a very special guest for you guys. He was the star of the hit Netflix show, Last Chance You won a Jayhawk Conference Championship and was the Jayhawk Coach of the Year back in 2017. He's also the author of the Amazon bestseller, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. And now he hosts his own podcast, The JB Show with, with Big Smitty. Ladies and gentlemen, we're hyped to welcome to the show Coach Jason Brown, baby. Thank you for joining us, JB. Hey, anytime, brother. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So I'll just start by asking, um, you know, I, I saw on a bunch of the podcasts you did after the show came out that – you said you never actually watched the show. Have you still never seen it all the way through? Never watched it, man. I just can't fathom going to watch that shit. I've already, I guess I lived it, so I don't need to see it. Now, I've seen clips, of course, and all these different things that social media shows you and, and that people sent me. But um, so when the show came out, the producers sent uh, my boss and I um, a few of the episodes to get ahead of. PR wise, just to, you know, so we knew we were, what we were facing. And so we watched a few clips and segments of it um, back when it, before the world got to see it. And uh, I was like, I, I, I don't want to see, I don't want to watch this shit. So that was <laughs> me. So I, since then, that was in 17 or whatever. Since then, I, I haven't, I haven't seen much of any of the second one at all, as far as clips or anything. So, the first one, though, uh, I saw a little bit more of than the second one. Gotcha. I think I've probably watched it through 10 times. It's like my favorite show of all time. Um, do you think you'll ever get back into coaching at this point, or or are you good just doing your podcast? And I know you have your cigar and your whiskey and all that. Yeah, I don't know, man. No burning desire to do it unless it's the right fit. It's got to be a full uh, full autonomy. It's got to be given to me. It's got to be one of those deals where the – the administration's not scared and they don't, they understand that that show was an edited show. Um, it, it was real, but they surely edited it. I'll tell you that. I found that out after the fact. Um, yeah. So they wanted the ratings, of course, and it was the highest rated show and one of the most watched shows ever on Netflix and still is, by the way. It's still on Netflix for a reason. Right. And, <clears throat> you know, they've made billions of dollars off my name and I got zero dollars. I did get blackballed and I did get uh kind of uh thrown out of the profession, but they sure made a lot of money. Let me fucking tell you that. <laughs> yeah, how how did they so they didn't give you a dime? You never saw a dime from the show. Not a dime, man. Not one That's dime. And I crazy, know numbers man. wise. I I have numbers. I, I know what they made off me. I know what uh how many people saw it. You know, there's four over four hundred million eyeballs on that thing. One of the most – it is the most binge-watched show of all time on any cinematic viewing sh streaming uh, platform, number one of all time. Um, and uh, no, didn't get a dollar. It's crazy. Yeah, we're both big fans of the show. How was uh, the culture shock aspect of showing up in Independence, Kansas uh, from – where you were before i know it's small town usa so i know the kids you know juco i know not always the same but most of them there for the same reason good athletes sometimes didn't work out in a major university or they're trying to get their grades up whatever it may be but uh being in the middle of nowhere in kansas had to be a little bit different for you 
Yeah, man. Here's the deal. So I played there. I went to college. I played college ball in Kansas on the other side okay. of the state. Uh, yeah. West Kansas. Uh, not much different. Um, and then I, you know, so then I coached in Western Kansas at Garden City Community College before I took the indie job. I got, you know, I was briefly with the Chiefs and I, I, I know the area. So I've been in the Kansas, Kansas. I had a lot of good friends in the state, a lot of good relationships. Um, so it wasn't a shock to me because I took my daughter there when she was 18 months old to play college ball at, at, at Fort Hay State in Kansas. So I fully familiar with the state and the player wise to 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 correct your statement, those players I selected and recruited there. So the players that I brought in there, I knew who they were. So got that it, was the, the big difference. And just I didn't just take a bunch of guys that I didn't know. Uh, I did inherit a program in independence that was so bad that I had to basically reculture the whole program, build the weight room, build everything. And a lot of those players that I inherited, they either bought in and, you know, I was going to figure out real quick day one, day two, if you're going to even have a shot at making this team. And a lot of them didn't. A lot of them got out of Dodge. They knew better. They knew this was a new uh, a new regime and a new situation. And there was a new sheriff in town and, some guys bought in, some didn't, and uh, and I told all of them I'm going to recruit to out replace to replace all of you, and that's what we did. And you know, uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven NFL guys on those two years, uh, three years roster. Uh, you know, 101 guys went Division One in three years, which is a national record; it'll never be broken. And then uh, everyone graduated, everyone moved on, no one got arrested, nobody died. Uh, on the team, nobody's uh, got kicked out of a four-year institution after leaving mine. Uh, all those things are what makes me sleep well at night, uh, not wins and losses, even though we were the first team in school history to win it all and get that first bowl win and ring and uh, 30 years uh, drought uh, for winning the conference title and all the things that we brought to that community with Netflix's notoriety and and publicity. Uh you know, I, I sleep well at night, not worried about the, the naysayers. Yeah, it's, and it, it's all the, the, the good things that Netflix doesn't cover. Right. They just want the they just want the want the uh, the view, the viewership and uh, get all the, um, you know, the money from that. So did they give I know you didn't make a penny off it. You said that. But so for independence to take that you know, the next, did the school, did they at least build a weight room for you guys or do anything like no. that? Or so no, then why they, did they, no, they, so ship, bro. they, uh, they gave, they gave the school 30 grand a year. And that was it. And they would have been there as long as I was there, they were going to be there. This show would still be going if I was still there. I promise you that. Um, but that was one of my questions. I was curious if you thought they were going to, if they would have stayed, like had you stayed there another couple of years, were they just going to keep going with you guys? Yeah, they were going to keep going. They, the, the owner of Netflix, Reed Hastings, personally used to hit me up and text me. and was He gave me a lot of money to build a turf field. He gave me a donation, some things like that, the owner of Netflix. Uh, other than that, um, they were like, Coach, without you, this is not a show. And they found out when I left because they tr I think they went to some other school in Northern California. And it Laney. was the worst, worst rated show they did. So, you know, it, they found out real quick. So they reached back out and was like, man, are you going to go coach again? And I was like, I don't know. You guys fucked me. So, <laughs> you know, basically uh, that was kind of where it was, man. That's kind of where it was left at. And, and uh, 
And since then, you know, it is what it is. There's not a lot of people knocking down my door because I think people are so scared in this finicky time we're in, cancel culture and everything else. Uh, you can't really uh, do what you want. But the crazy part is I will pay you money if you can find somebody that uh, I coach who's talked shit about me on social media. I haven't seen it. But guess what? Everyone that was not there sure knows me better than I guess my players do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told Turner before, you know, I, I rewatched the show. I've seen it a million times, but there's that that uh, clip where you guys in the second season go to the lake and your guys are trying to tackle you to get you in the water. And it's like, how many coaches do players have a relationship with like that? Who, who would even attempt to do that? Like you can just tell how much they love you in the show and, and it might not show it, you know, every scene, but it's something I picked up on. I wish they would have shown more of that stuff. Yeah, you know. they don't show Dick Saban in the in the room in the office talking to me about how well structured and, and, and well organized this program is. And uh they don't even show that. They'll show me yelling at everybody and cussing out kids in Walmart. They won't show Nick Saban tell my boss that this is the most well ran machine he's ever seen at that level and how the kids shake people's hands and look them in the eye and their pants are pulled up and they're not saying stupid shit and no, nobody wants to talk about the highest GPA, the most graduates, uh, the highest retention rate uh, in JUCO history in a, in a four-year span. They won't mention any of that, though. So it's just it, right. it, it, perception's reality, man. That's just unfortunate. The li the life we live now, especially with cell phones and social media, and they gonna whoever says something, people think that's uh, you know it's in cement. It was not. Right. You, you actually don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy. Hey, so I read your book and, you know, you say this in the show as well. You talk about how you've never inherited a winning program and you've always gone to schools with like inner city kids and un underprivileged kids. What, what is it about those schools and that kids that draws you that? Is that just you growing up in Compton and your background? Yeah, uh, man, I'm as Juco as Juco gets. I played it. I, I, I give, you know, I, I pay homage to the level. Um, people don't realize, you know, at one point there was 28% of the NFL make, made up by junior college players. Look at Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, Chad Johnson, Steve Smith. The list goes on and on and on. LeGarrette Blunt of the world. All the guys that have played junior college that even John Madden, the, the original John Madden who made the game Madden, you know what I mean? Like, he's a Juco guy. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, there's history in junior college that people don't realize and what they don't, and they don't know. Jackie Robinson. There is legendary folks that played in Juco, and people don't do research. They don't think, they don't understand it. John Madden coached Juco. Warren Moon. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Um what people don't get, though, they don't do any research. They automatically think Juco is just a bunch of idiots and, and thugs and right. all this shit. You heard the other coach say those words. And it's like you're ignorant. And ignorance is life-threatening. Uh, Juco is three types of people you get. You get you get the kid that flunked out of the Division One, who didn't make it academically or smoked weed or done, did some stupid shit that we all do when we're young. You get the non-qualifier out of high school, which is a standardized test that used to be the ACT and the SAT that some people could pass, some people couldn't. And you get those guys. And then you get the guy that went to a four-year school and want, just wants to play. And he said, well, if I'm not going to play, I'm going to go back to JUCO and play and then go find get re-recruited. Those are the three types of guys you get. Um, 
having said that, like nowadays, there's a portal in place, and JUCO is suffering tremendously because they're going to implode eventually to lack of resources. Because if you don't get those players and you don't get that FTE, which is full-time enrollment, JUCOs can't sustain. So you're going to fall to the to the wayside. And high schools are also suffering big from it um, because we just don't have the resources. And the portal now is, is killing football, all levels. It's a trickle-down effect, and it's killing football because there's 7,000 kids sitting in a portal waiting to go somewhere but people don't realize only 133 Division One playing schools. Right. So if every school took, just say, two kids, <laughs> what are you taking? 260 kids out of 7,000? People yeah. don't realize there's not enough schools, there's not enough places. So hopefully the Division Two schools, the the, NA, the you know NAIs, Division Three schools, and all those schools are taking kids. But JUCO used to be the portal, and now it's not. And that's going to be a problem in high school now have kids that aren't getting recruited because schools rather have the portal kid and the, the games just change a lot, man. And, and, uh, and, and it's just, uh, it's unfortunate to see what it's turning into. Right. Another reason uh, probably why I won't coach. <laughs> uh, in last chance, you, we always saw you with a cigar in your hand or whiskey. What, uh, I'm a big cigar guy. So I was just curious what's your, what's your go-to smoke these days? What have you been smoking lately? Do you have a everyday cigars, you know, go-to? What, what, are you, what is your go-to? Yeah. Uh, I'm smoking one right now, man, in my lounge next door. Uh, a brick house Maduro is my go-to everyday smoke. So I got hundreds of those. I smoke every day. Very good stick. Uh, very strong. Uh, but I'm a Maduro, mighty, mighty Maduro brick house guy during the day, but I'll smoke a lot of different stuff, man. A lot of different things. Good. But it's, they're good nowadays. I, I don't smoke shit cigars like I used to probably when I was young, when I couldn't afford a good one. But now I got so many cigar companies and cigar people that oh, send yeah. me shit. Uh, I got so many cigars now in my lounge in a humidor that, uh, you know, I don't ever go short on cigars. So I'll just smoke as I drive, I'll smoke one. If I'm at the house, I'll smoke one. <laughs> so what are, what are you, what are we, what are we talking today? Because listen, I, I'm not going to hold it against you. I go to cigar lounge. I, I used to be like two to three a day, but I know guys that are old retired colonels that smoke about 12. So I don't know what, you know, in that ballpark. So. Yeah, I'm 10 to 12 a day. 10 to 12. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're, you're, that's the elite cigar <laughs> level smoker right yeah, there. Yeah. I'm surprised hey. I haven't, I'm surprised I haven't me. run it. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, there's like what I say, man. If not me, who? <laughs> like, yeah. <why> not? <laughs> That's I, right. I, I, shit, who else is gonna? Somebody else will if I don't. Fuck it, I might hey. as well smoke all of them. I'll smoke them all. Yeah. I, I'm surprised they never run out to you out and there's a big show out in Vegas every summer. The uh, yeah, big there. national I was, show. I, to that. I was there while it was up though, and I got a lot of people recognize me we got to i was at the aria they a lot of people that were staying there that were over at the circus or wherever it was yeah um, venetian world, yeah. world yeah. resort this year was at the resorts world um i didn't go i don't go to that shit man i don't go to none of that shit i don't go to any of that shit i, I, well, I you, just chill you get enough free cigars as it is everybody wants to give them to you why would you go that's cool yeah i was I just got curious my own, I got my own slapstick cigar so i don't need none of that shit <laughs> 
Um, hey, coach, just quick question about, you know, we talk a lot of NFL on this show. You know, if in terms of uh, the upcoming NFL draft, I know you're a quarter, you were a quarterback and, and you're kind of a molding quarterbacks. We saw obviously with Malik Henry on the show. Who would you, if you were in an NFL GM right now and you had the first pick and you needed a quarterback, who would you take in this draft right now? Uh, none of them trade for somebody that's in the league right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, don't like Caleb. I think he's another Kyler Murray. Uh, I like the older kid that's going to be able to at least give me two or three good quality years on a ready-made roster, like a Sam Hartman. Come in for two or three years, that older kid, mature kid, that's going to understand the coverage, the front, understand how to re-ID the mic, understand who's hot and who's not student of the game type of guy. I don't need the freak athlete in the NFL anymore. That's not sustainable. Now, unless Lamar can go win one, which I still doubt, um, because I think he's going to have to throw the ball on time to get through to a Super Bowl victory, uh, which I think he struggles at doing. I don't know if the Justin Fields, who I love, I recruited out when he left Georgia before, he, before they, they granted his appeal at Ohio State. There's guys out there that I love, and I would love to coach in college, but in the NFL, it's totally different. It is a different ball game. People do things you have never seen in college. They fire zone, drop you. They spy you. They they boundary blitz you and drop the defensive end. And you throw the ball right to a DN and you didn't know because he dropped into coverage and you didn't see it on film. And they've seen you on film. And now you have a book out on you. And now we've broke you down over two years. And I call Jalen Hurts going to struggle this year. This is really his third year with a book on him and it's hard to be great after three years unless you really truly are that guy Jalen proved me right again he struggled uh late and 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 these are the things you're seeing now because in college I believe that the coaches are failing the quarterback we are failing the kids at an all-time high we're not teaching them fronts we're not teaching them protections we're not teaching them uh side adjustments we're teaching them to go fast show a card run a play we're not verbalizing any verbiage in there. We don't understand how to how to get through uh, to a huddle call in the NFL, and that's why you see the struggle of the quarterback. This is the worst I've ever seen it. Um, the the worst I've ever seen quarterback play. And everyone that's a fantasy draft football fanboy is going to see. Well, Mahomes is the best ever. No, he's not. He's one of the most overrated ever because you think he's good because he got you 50 fucking draft points. <laughs> and they know and what they think. They don't watch film like me. They don't understand what football quarterback play really is. So they see you get 55 fantasy points for my team and automatically he's the GOAT. No, he's not. He threw six bubble screens that went 80 and you think he threw for fucking 400 yards. And they don't think they don't know this thing. They don't know this stuff. And so what you end up getting is a bunch of fantasy fanboys who think they know football now. And that's what's crippling the game. The quarterback play is atrocious, but we are the most athletically gifted quarterback we've ever seen. Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, they're freaks of nature, no question about it. But they aren't great quarterbacks. And remember, you can be a great athlete and play quarterback, but you can't be a great quarterback and just be an athlete. There's right. a difference. And you got to be – there's great athletic quarterbacks, no question, but there's a lot of athletes that are playing quarterback. 
And we need the quarterback just to be athletic. And there's a huge right. difference in those things. And I don't think people understand it. Who would you say is the best quarterback in the league right now, then? Um, Aaron's hurt, so it was him. Um, right. Matthew Stafford, by far, is the best ball spinner in the NFL. Him and Aaron Rodgers are by far the best ball spinners, the most accurate, the 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 last dying – they're the dying breed. There's not a lot right. left. Matthew Stafford, I mean, that game was atrociously refereed the other day. I picked the Rams to win. I thought they should have won. I thought they beat, dominated the game in Detroit, and I think they got screwed on a few PI plays down the stretch there to win the game. But uh, Stafford – Threw for what? Almost 400 yards. He was 75% completion back home in Detroit. The things he did in Detroit on a horrible roster. You see how great he was when he left there and wins a Super Bowl immediately in his first year in L.A. He's the best in the league, in my opinion, for an NFL quarterback. Like, he's right. not going to run around and run around in the backfield. Like, the people get enamored by these guys running in circles in the backfield like <laughs> Kyler Murray, and then he fucking has the ball for 29 seconds and runs around and then beats you to the pylon and scores, and everyone's like, oh, my God, he's the best ever. No, Kyler Murray's a fucking mental midget, and he's horrific, <laughs> and he's a freak, but he's not a great quarterback. And there's a huge difference, and people just don't like the truth. They think I'm a hater. No, I'm just telling you the truth. And a lot of you fantasy fanboys can't handle that shit. Yeah, I love that, JB, because I called Jalen Hurts one read Jalen because if he can't read, he can read one thing, and then he can take off. That's it. And I'm a big Matthew Stafford guy. Totally agree. There was a big P.I. on uh, on Puka on the last third and 14. They didn't call. That should have been a, a first down right there. What would have ended the game. And a late hit on Stafford himself. The Higby hit was a defenseless hit on his kneecap that blew his knee out for the year. He's done probably the beginning of next year. No call on that. And the, the yep. bylaw that states defenseless player hit low is a penalty. And there was none. And I'm like, wait up. I think yep. there's an agenda out there, man. I think I wouldn't be shocked if Mahomes won another. I, I'm curious because he's never played a road playoff game. I don't think he's going to win. But if they let him win because of the Swifties and Kelsey and all that shit, <laughs> then you'll probably see some agenda with Mahomes playing – I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but Mahomes versus golf in Detroit is maybe the biggest moneymaker for the NFL. I don't know, but it sure, it sure was very, very interesting to see some of the calls, not only in Kansas city, but in Detroit the other night. And it's just getting worse and worse. I just want consistency. They're humans. I get it. Humans fuck up. We fuck up. But the consistency of the rules Diggs, I don't know if you saw Diggs for Buffalo drinking the water out of the Pittsburgh Steelers sideline. That is a, in the bylaws, we talked about it on my show, in the bylaws, that is a taunting foul. It is a 15-yard penalty, and there was not one thing called on the Bills. Like, is one penalty for nine yards against the Bills in that game. One penalty. I yeah, find that hard to believe, especially blatant ones like that. So, I don't know. The, the league is very, very interested. So who do you think uh, – I was going to ask you, I know you're talking about the script there and the league definitely having an agenda. Who do you think, uh, if you had to pick a uh, Super Bowl matchup and winner at this point, who do you who do you like? Man, I said that the other day. I, I don't know if anybody can – I wouldn't bet any – I don't know if anybody's going to be able to pick this, the two teams that are going to match up in the Super Bowl. Everyone wants to say Ravens, Niners, rematch, blah, blah, blah. 
I don't know, man. I got a funny feeling about Jordan Love and the Packers this week with Purdy having two weeks off, and, and I don't think he's that great anyway. I think he's surrounded by a great roster. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Purdy struggles after two weeks off, and uh, the Niners' last taste was a loss to the Rams in a meaningless last game of the season. I get it, but those things matter to me as a coach. I wouldn't be super confident in – the Niners going in and just dominating the Packers like everybody thinks. I think Jordan Love is playing with house money. I think the Packers are playing with house money. I think those receiving core that the Packers have on the youngest roster in the NFL is a dynamic one. I think Jordan Love has some Aaron Rodgers in him. I uh, said at the beginning of this year, Jordan Love's playing as good as any quarterback in the, in the, in, in the league. I think he's got 21 touchdowns of one pick uh, over the last seven games. Um, I don't know if there's anyone playing as good as him, Stafford. Uh, Josh Allen is just a freak of nature who runs around back there and does things that you just can't coach. And then you got Goff, who's a ball spinner, big-time arm. Um, I just don't know if he can win the big one. I don't know if he has the it factor, and that goes for Lamar as well. So I don't know. It's going to be very, very interesting. Mahomes has the experience and has won two, been to three. Um and then you got C.J. Stroud, who I don't – right here, a SoCal kid I've known since he was a little kid. I don't think he cares who they play, and I don't think he understands the, 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 how big the game is. He is just a backyard baller who doesn't really give a shit, and I don't know if he don't go out and light up the Ravens either. Like, that's yeah. just – this is a very, very watered-down profession at the moment. I believe football is watered down as big as we've ever seen, not only college but pro – and I think anyone can win, man. I wouldn't be shocked if you see the fucking Lions playing the Texans in some crazy ass matchup. <laughs> oh, who knows? Man? I don't know. But if I, I mean, if I guess the betting people out there are going to probably take Frisco, but Ravens. But man, do you go against Andy Reid? Do you go against Josh Allen? It's just going to be very interesting. And, and and I hope we just see some good games because last week's wild card first round, besides the Rams and Lions yep. game was the worst wild card first round I've ever seen in 47 years. It was the fucking worst. horrible. It was bad. Yeah, it's been football has been bad all year. There name me one Thursday night Amazon game that was really good. Yeah, yeah. The, there was I think there was one. I think the, the Cowboys Seahawks was the only decent game we saw on Thursday night all year. All yeah. Year. Maybe that one yeah. and then you name me a real good Monday night game. I, there's right, a horrible right. game all year long. The fucking ones Absolutely. that were at six, six in the morning in London and shit. I mean, come yeah. on. It is bad. Yeah. It's bad right now. I don't know what they need to do. They need to do something because the rules, the 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 inability to hit the quarterback, the guessing by defensive tacklers, tackling is at all-time low, yet injuries at an all-time high. How does that make right. sense? Yeah. How does it even make sense? How is it even possible? Well, it is. It's happening. And uh, I don't know how you do, how you fix it, but Roger Goodell has an issue on his hands, and it's getting worse and worse. It's not getting better. Right. Hey, uh, real quick, back to the show. Just one quick question here: Do you keep in touch with a lot of the guys from from Last Chance U that you coached at uh, at Independence? Yep, uh, they've all been on my show. Um, the main guys, uh, even yeah. guys that you didn't know about, even guys you didn't know on the show, they were on, they've been on my show. Got the phone, Malik Henry, five minutes before I jumped on here. I just, there's a big news coming out with him. Uh, I can't say it, but uh, I helped get the ball rolling for him on a, on a, on a big thing for his career. Um, and then uh, 
One of the other players that went to Cal Berkeley, great player alongside with Jermaine Johnson, Coy Dang. Uh, he's getting into the coaching world. He just retired as a player. Uh, he just he was just with the Steelers and the Falcons the last two years. Um, he uh, he's going to get into coaching, so I'm helping him do that. Um, and then the rest of the guys, Calvin Jackson, who caught three preseason touchdowns for the Jets two years ago, was with the Dolphins last year. He's probably going to CFL or the new UFL. Um, he's been on the show several times. So Emmett Gooden, all the all the big time name guys, Raheem Boyd, um, Malik, they've all been on my show. And uh, yeah, we talked all the time. And and again, but I'm the crazy asshole nobody likes. <laughs> well, you got two fans right here, JB. We we appreciate you uh, coming on here and talking with us. Um, you got anything else, Turner? Get back into the uh, lounge and get a cigar lit up because I know it's been 30 minutes. It's a long time for you, so get <laughs> oh, back shit. in there. No problem, man. It's all good. I got a bunch of guys working on my backyard and trying to always do something, man. I got to always, always do something. I get bored, man. I, I want to build some shit somewhere, something, do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I built a cigar yeah. lounge, a movie theater. I, I built a bunch of different shit at the house so I don't have to leave and leave the house ever. I hate, I don't like people. <laughs> so I don't want to go to the cigar lounge. I just built my own and said, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Coach, uh, last thing. Do you have anything? I know obviously you've got your podcast going. Is that your main focus right now? I know you I've read Love Me or uh, uh Love Me Now, Hate Me, Hate Me Now, Love hate Me Later. Me now, Sorry. Later. Yeah. Uh so look, the podcast we don't even call it's a show nowadays. It's a three right, hour it's live, day. right? It's live at like a couple hours a day. Yeah, we do three hours, three hours a day, man. And, and it's a full on show. Um, I mean, it's like, you know, it, you know, I was on Max Feet for a whole year. Uh, I still talk to all those guys that the uh, the show we do is similar in fashion, just a little more raw and uncut, obviously. But I have, you know, Eric Weddle on every Monday, Super Bowl champ, Trent Richardson, Alabama, great legendary running back, Colton Raiders every Thursday. Tomorrow, T. Rich, we call it T. Rich Thursday. Uh, Tank Johnson, longtime 12-year NFL vet, um, is on on Tuesdays. We got an NFL doctor, Dr. Jesse Morris, is on Tuesdays. We call the show Doc Talk Tuesday. Uh, Steve Kim and Matt McChesney are, 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 are regulars who give us great, great stuff. Matt's a former NFL uh, D-lineman, played at Colorado, so he's in the, he's right there in Boulder with the whole Deion Sanders and all that stuff that goes on there. And then uh, Steve Kim, they call the Korean Cosell, man. He's one of the best boxing analysts there is. He used to be on ESPN. Now he does his own thing. And then I'm still on Jason Whitlock's show here and there and uh, other things like that. So we get great guests on the show. Jeff Nadeau is a former Barstool betting uh, pro who's on our shows on Fridays and breaks down games and gives us our, you know, our unders and overs and stuff. Um so, you know, it's uh it's 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 a show that's growing, one of the fastest growing sports shows on YouTube. And we three hours every morning, six o'clock on the West Coast. So we're up at early in the morning and and we go live and uh it's a real, real entertaining show. And I think uh it's the realest show on on planet Earth, we like to call it. And uh it's growing and hopefully we get break that algorithm code that you guys know that's so hard to do unless you're one of these, you know whoever they whatever they call these guys nowadays who knows probably some fucking <laughs> illuminati or something that's the ones getting broken <laughs> but all our little guys like us man will continue to just have to grind man and it ain't nothing wrong with that when you make it at the end of the day doing something they said you could not do is the greatest feat in the world absolutely if you hey if you ever need any sports betting picks we're your guys right here college basketball locks right here baby so 
but yeah, we'll have to, yeah. We'll have to get um, you on the show, man. We we'll have to get you on the show. I don't do my oh, I man. don't do shows no more, man. We, my guys don't let me do many things besides like mainstream media or paid appearances because I get so many fucking requests. It's hard, man. Oh, so, I, I imagine, man. That's why. Thank you, you so much. Out of your show, but I'm just saying, yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's tough to get a lot of these uh, going. I would love to go out on people's shows. This is hard, man. It's like fucking million things. Plus, I got a million things going in between that. We got about 20 ad sponsors and shit like that. So trying to pay pay people to help us run the show behind the scenes and do shit like that. It's tough, man. So kudos. I know how hard it is. It ain't easy. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're learning that right now. But um. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you ever you ever want us on to give some picks or anything, hit us up. And like we said, we can't appreciate it enough. I mean, I, I don't know somebody who would respond like that. You, you say, uh, you know, real recognizes real, right? Like you're you're the man for coming on our show, man. We really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. Big, no big fan. Anytime. Where are you guys at? We're in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, we're in San Antonio, Texas. Grew up here. Gotcha. I'm actually a former. I coached high school basketball for a while, like seven years, and I just got out of coaching. So we kind of started this podcast. We've been buddies growing up and uh, into football and basketball for a long time. So, yeah. Cool. Hell yeah! I coached yeah. Westbrook's uh, brother. His brother played wideout for me. Um, no way. Yeah, that's a Russell jersey, right? My 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 golden retriever's name is Westbrook. I'm a <laughs> massive Westbrook fan. Big Westbrook. Yeah. Oh he, hey, you still got there. Stogie? Huh? Do you, do you still have Stogie? No, I had to put Stogie down, man. Um, oh, I'm sorry, man. But his, son, his son is Ash. His son is Ash, who's sleeping at my feet right now. His son is Ash. Um, still got Callie. Still got a few other ones. Um, but yeah, we, you see that Stogie right there? That's his. Uh, that's his. His uh, urn, man. So. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah. Unfortunate, fucked up deal, man. That was like my dog, my dog, dog, dog. Um, yeah. So yeah. Put it this way, my dad died in my arms in 05, and I had to put him down. It was worse putting him down. Mm. Yeah, so it, it dogs, dogs it happens like that. For some reason, like people, I'm, I'm the same way. Dogs are, are upsetting to lose, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd kill a human in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> Not <laughs> right now. No doubt. Most no doubt. loyal creatures in the world. Here's a story, Westbrook. So here's the street. I, I grew up in Compton, obviously. So here on this, on one street, you got James Harden, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, um, Kawhi Leonard, his dad. Uh, there's a whole situation there. Then he moved out to Riverside and went to Riverside King High School. And then you uh, you had uh, a guy named Aaron Afalo played in the league a long time. You had uh, what's my guy's name that plays for the Bulls now? Uh, DeRozan. Who? DeRozan? DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan. All on the same street in Compton, bro. Wow. That's wild, man. Wild. I think there's three, four NBA MVPs in there. Uh, you got you got the all-time double, you know, triple-double leader all-time. Um, yeah, there's a lot of more, – more guys, too, that grew up there in that area. And then, you know, Russell, obviously, they went to Gardena. They went to Losinger High School in Gardena, uh, which is a border city. But uh, his brother was a good wide receiver, what Russell's brother was. Oh, that's cool. I had no idea, man. That's awesome. By the way, by the way, on the same block, when my dad was young, you had the commissioner of the NFL um, who started the NFL and, and made it what it is today, in, in my opinion, um, Pete Rozelle. And then Duke Snyder is a great Dodger, uh, all-time great Dodger. Um, Kevin Costner, Marilyn Monroe, 
People don't know Compton is a, is a special yeah. place. A lot of people don't realize, man. I wrote a lot of that in my book. I know. I remember it's early in it. You were talking about all the guys who went to Compton College, too. Same type of people. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Richard Sherman, I raised Richard Sherman and his brother. Uh, all grew up right there. Went to Compton Dominguez High School, who played for my good friend, who's now the head coach at Independence. And Keith oh, wow. So, full circle. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, no kidding, man. No doubt. All right, JB. Yeah, all right, JB. Like I said, I can't appreciate it enough, man. And and if you ever need anything from us, hit us up. We'd love we'd love to come on the show. You're way more famous than us, but thank you for <laughs> for coming on. And uh, and we're big, big fans. Always will be, man. You keep it real. Appreciate no you. Doubt. Thank you. Say, you guys have me. Yeah. Thanks, JB. All right, brother. All right. That was a fun segment with JB. Honored to have him on. Down to earth, good dude. Good dude, man. It was man. my idea to get him on. It was, I will give Big Dog credit. It was his idea, but JB did do the interview with us, and he liked yeah. us. I don't know if you were on. Y'all might have gotten into it because you're two alpha personalities. But um, you are t- you're, Big Dog is definitely an alpha. Yeah, he th- or he, zero he, he born a fucking alpha. <laughs> but um, right. only an alpha could pull off this jacket, too. JB did. I'm, I'm, this is why I'm wearing the jacket real quick before we talk about JB. Let's talk about me. Yes. Um. I like JB number, better than you. Number one is I'm wearing the jacket because I'm boarding a private plane with my buddy Glenn, who, man, who manages some big country artists, and we're going to go skiing. Okay? Oh, really? Down in La Mexico. Okay? <laughs> You're not going skiing. Yeah, we're going skiing, <laughs> snow skiing, in a private jet. Okay? Because I know people with jets... Not little Piper fucking planes. Okay, let's go. Real no quick, Cubs, didn't, no Pipers, Jets. This is my ski attire to get off the plane on the runway, walk about 100 feet, and just go, go up the, the uh, for the ski slope and start hitting it's the ski skis. ski in, ski out let's from go. the runway. That's <laughs> you, fucking right. <laughs> let's go. Didn't you say that uh, you were invited to play at Augusta, too? You yep, was. sure was. That's, and, and that's dad, not true. And your dad told us, he told the guy, yeah, I might go out there and play five or six holes. <laughs> I said I'd play he two holes. Off. He'll just he'll skip around to the iconic holes. He said, he said we'll play one hole for for five thousand to our favorite charity, and I said, "Fuck the charities are giving. I'll take the cash." Okay. Oh my god. Let's go. We are. Oh man. America. Yeah. That's America. Don Don King. That's right. The Son white Don a, King. Only in America. Son of a let's bitch. Go. Turner, the San Francisco line just moved to damn nine. I could have got. All right. Let's go. Let's do the. All right. Picks. All right. All right. Uh, let's let's talk some NFL playoffs, and we'll start. Uh, we'll go. We'll go in a chronological order here. All right. So. First game, Saturday, 3.30 Central Standard Time kickoff where the number four seed Houston Texans travel to the number one overall seed Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, we all know the struggles in the playoffs. One in three, has just one win as a starter in the playoffs. Obviously didn't play last year, was injured as they had a first-round exit. They had the bye. Now they take on the Texans. Texans are coming off a big, uh, you know, it wasn't like they were a huge underdog, but it was an upset. I think most people were picking the Browns, and if Joe Flacco didn't go full Joe Flacco, who knows what happened? What would have happened in that game? But Houston came out on the attack. Keep going. Yeah, but it was only a, it was oh a twenty-four. My God. Oh, and let me finish. It was a twenty-four to fourteen mm. game when Flacco had a man in the end zone. The pressure got to him. That's when the pick six happens. He throws a touchdown there. It's a three-point game. So mm. you know, it, obviously they 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 killed him, forty-five fourteen. But let's look at this game between the Ravens. And the Texans, the Ravens are a nine-point favorite currently. They've come down a little bit from the opening of nine and a half. Total on the game, 43 and a half. 
but we're going to talk more about the matchup. What is the main – Turner or, or Uncle T, what is the main matchup that we need to look at in this game? I think it's um, – I guess you just got to say that Baltimore defense for C.J. Stroud. I mean, you think uh, Lamar Jackson's going to get his. He always does. But um, I think um, it'll be interesting to see how C.J. plays that game on the road. Um it's going to be a uh, obviously a very tough environment. I bet the weather's probably not going to be great. 28 degrees but, right now. But like Coach uh, JB said when we were talking to him, he goes, C.J. Stroud's just that kind of guy that he's just a, you know, a football player. He's like not – doesn't look too far into it, doesn't really feel the pressure. He's just going to go out there and sling the ball around. I expect um, – you know, I don't know if the time off for the Ravens is going to be good, you know. He yeah. kind of, JB touched on it with Brock Purdy talking about him, you know, resting. So you have Lamar Jackson, who's going to be, you know, not throwing a football for two weeks, uh, you know, no in, in game anyway. So I think um, it's going to be interesting. Texans coming in with a lot of juice. I'm going to say the Ravens by a field goal. Think tight, tight game in Baltimore. I don't know. And I think Lamar Jackson's got a good turnover in him, like, a, you know, running back to try to make a play and just drops the ball and, you know, Look, classic, Lamar, yeah, classic Lamar will probably, you know, make a play uh, with his legs to score a touchdown when he shouldn't, but I think there's going to be, you know, a big, at least a big turnover from him. So expect a close game. Ravens win a close game. Uh, let me let the younger Turks, you go ahead and give your take on this because let, let Big Dog pick the game. Go ahead. You take your Look, I don't want to go against my boy JB here because I do agree with him that CJ Stroud's played awesome. But when you look at the splits between his home and and road, he's just a different player. Split Schmitz. Split Schmitz. On the road. Stats, Matt. On the road. On the road. He's thrown 11 less touchdowns. And he's he's, his completion percentage drops three and a half points. His passer rating drops 17 points. His QBR drops nine points. He just isn't the same dude on the road. That's typical of a rookie quarterback. This isn't, like, surprising by any means. Look, it was a really good, uh, uh, you know, matchup in the first round. Obviously, the Browns' defense is, is really good, so that was that part was impressive. But, look, that game, and we've talked about this, it's ridiculous that that game was played in Houston. I don't understand the NFL. Oh, they're playing in Houston? No, I'm saying oh, the game oh, against yeah. Cleveland, Cleveland was played yeah, in Houston. Yeah, it's, it's, it's backwards that the, the, yeah, the Browns have yeah, a better record all year, and then they're they play that game. They're not changing that. I, I think they will. No. Regardless, my point is, it was an ideal situation, right? He's playing at home in a dome. Now he's going into, you know, below, uh, you know, it's below 30. That's a projection. You know, it's never, uh, it's always relatively windy there, and he's playing against, I think the Ravens aren't as good as the Browns defensively, but I think they're less likely to give up, like, explosive plays. Like, they're not going to let Nico Collins get loose for 50 yards the la- like the last two times he's played against the Colts and, and the Browns. So, to me, I, I, the one thing I'll say, I think the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl basically because I don't like anybody in the AFC. I don't think anybody in the AFC is very good. But wouldn't shock me if the Texans won this game. I'll say Ravens by seven, but I think Lamar just – JB touched on this too. Lamar has to be able to throw the ball on time in the playoffs. Quarterbacks have to be able to do that to win games in the playoffs. He doesn't do that in in big moments, and he never has. I want to see him do it before I am a believer. I do think it's going to be 49ers versus the Ravens in the Super Bowl, but I don't think Lamar has a great showing here. I think it's tighter than people think. They win by seven. Both of y'all need to 
read the first 50 years of football book, okay? But I Is love there an you guys. actual book? Yes. Hold on. I read it when I was six <laughs> years old. All right. Real the quick. odds that you've ever finished a book are <laughs> first are of all, I just finished plus a book. 500. It was, it was from it was about Einstein. I just finished it. And what was I, it also, called? A, a geometric space. Oh, yeah. All right. right. Shut up. I would fucking bet my left nut that breaks. you've never read a book called Geometric Space. That's geometric fucking space. bullshit. How did you even have that in your in the, in your mind? Like Johnny Carson he, he probably saw it online <laughs> on like an ad or something. Yeah. No, no. I just thought geometric. of that. Geometric. No, that's the name of the book. But real quick. This is the deal. I'm looking this shit up. Um, Lamar, I don't think he's going to have any issues. And I do think that Texas, Stroud's used to playing in the cold. That ain't going to be that big of a deal. Ohio State, come on. But the point of the matter is. Please. No, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Cold he practices in that situation, in that weather. He will throw the ball okay. I think he'll do it later than, the, than he will in the first half. I think he's going to come on a little stronger in the second half. I think they'll be down. Bottom line is, no one's t- going into Baltimore especially a rookie against that defense in, in Harbaugh and winning in the Senate. No one's going in there. Score and prediction. Regardless of Lamar and he throws a pick or uh, he'll probably throw a pick when the Houston defense is good. He'll throw a pick, but honestly, and I do think that CJ next year is going to have a sophomore jinx. I think it's, I think this whole thing, they're going to start figuring it out and getting it. I'll tell you one thing though, the pass that he made in the Browns game, the very first series was unreal but people forget real quick people also forget Dak Prescott rookie year no pressure he has a running back in an offensive line he looked like a complete stud his first year 13 and 3 give me a break so when I people all talk about these new quarterbacks coming on I mean come on I'm not a Dak fan but the first year he was sick he was unreal he couldn't miss a damn pass you did have Dak in your top Thank five quarterbacks. But the so. point, and he sucks. He cost them the game. It's not McCarthy's not going anywhere. I already said that. He's not going. Yes, he is. It's no, just he's, not. It's going to take. He's a week. not going anywhere. Yeah, he is. He's got one year left on his, his contract. You don't get rid. You don't cut. You don't <laughs> wrong. cut. A, wrong. No. Wrong. Wrong. You don't cut a player <laughs> with one year. I mean, a, a coach with one year left on the contract. You don't need Belichick. He's he's an offensive moron. But the the bottom line is that um they're not going to be Baltimore. All right. I mean, they're not going to be Houston's not going to be Baltimore. What's the next and I need one? my Lamar jersey for next week. Let's go next. Oh one. yeah, next. the Lamar one that I bought you is up there. Did we do one pick just then or two? Just one. Well, pick. We just did one okay, game. Okay, let's roll. So let's roll. We, we got to get it. I got to get on the Big dog's got to get let's this. Go. He's got to get over to Texas. He was. He was. He's got to get over the Texas Roadhouse for early bird special. No, I got to get to the fucking airport. Let's go. <laughs> he was. You're not going in the airport. Yeah, yeah get, go, go roll. He was in there watching get first taken there when we went. No, I was not. I was watching something else and I got soft for being. Let's go. Hurry up. Packers in the second game Making traveling to the 49ers. Here. We got both the one seeds playing on uh, Saturday. So through 7:15 kickoff Central Standard Time on Fox, the Packers are a nine-point dog at San Francisco. Obviously, they last week they were a seven-point dog, seven and a half-point dog. Went into Dallas, absolutely destroyed them. They're up 27 to zero at one point. We've talked about this. We're not going to spend time talking about what happened. We know what happened. Dallas shit all over themselves, and the Packers. Absolutely dominate them. I think, you know, more it had to do with the, a good game plan. Aaron Jones running up the middle. Jordan Love played good, but I don't think it was it had anything to do with him. I think it was more just really bad coaching by Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott playing horrific. No, it was However, coaching by back. Dak did, the 49ers, McCarthy doesn't call the defenses having no linebacker. You had to go get a linebacker this year. They don't even have a linebacker. Uh, our, uh, 57 gets hurt. We don't bring in a linebacker. Keep going. The 49ers are a different animal. And, you know, they're not the Cowboys. They're not going to throw up all over themselves at home. Obviously, you know, 
I guess, Turner or Uncle T, I'll ask you a question. Um, do you think that the time off for San Francisco is actually going to play a role? JB said he thought it would for Purdy. Yeah. I, I don't know that I agree, but I do. I think, I think the 49ers actually will kill them. Do you think it's going to play a factor? You know, I obviously agree with you that the 49ers are a far superior team. Um, I do think it will play somewhat of a factor. I mean, I but both ways. I think it's going to be good for most of the veterans on the Niners getting that rest, getting healthy. Purdy's just your big question mark. If it affects him, then it's not going to be great. I personally see this game. I'm, I don't think Green Bay is fantastic, but they are rolling right now, and there is something to say about momentum in the league. I'm going to say... I, the Niners win this thing by four points. And wow. I, I just don't see it being a blowout. I don't know why. I don't think the Packers are very good. It's just a how you're playing right now league and the Packers. Although I don't think the Cowboys are ready to play. They did come in there and beat the shit out of them. So I, I have to take that into consideration. I just think, and I do think it's 50-50, like, you know, that JB said that you know, Purdy could just come out and the rhythm could be really bad. But, uh, you know, even even if Green Bay is up, I mean, sorry, the Niners are up 10 to 13 points. You know, they're basically going to give Green Bay a touchdown in the game. I, I think it's going to be San Fran by four in a relatively tight game. To uh, I will say, to JB's point, Cleveland and Los Angeles, the Rams, both sat their guys in Week 18. Detroit and Houston both had to play. Well, Detroit chose to play. Houston had to. The two teams whose teams played, like their starters played, won the games. Now, that said, I think we both, we all, except for my dad, JB said the same thing. The, the Rams should have won the game. They were the better team. Stafford outplayed Goff. He was great. Um, but here's my thing. I just think that everybody's high on the Packers now because they beat the Cowboys. I really do think it had the, the, to do with Mike McCarthy and Dak. Brock Purdy in that offense with him, he just he's, we've only seen him ever struggle one time, right? And it was against Baltimore on Christmas Eve yeah. or Christmas, right? Besides that, he really has never done that. I don't think there's a path unless Brock Purdy just does that where the Packers win this game. Like, I think he's got to turn the ball over three times for them to lose. In San Francisco, I know a week off might not be the best thing at this point. To me, this is a blowout. I think I think the 49ers are going to win this by 14. I don't think it's going to be remotely close. And I think the the coaching advantage last week was Matt LaFleur was better than Mike McCarthy significantly. Better than Dan Quinn. But Mike the McCarthy didn't is, shit the, the bed. Dak did. The first, the the first passes is, were nervous let throws. Let me finish. Oh, the difference is there is uh, the opposite in this game. Okay, Kyle Shanahan has a distinct advantage over Matt LaFleur. I like the 49ers to win this easy. Stop looking at yourself in the mirror. I'm looking at my phone to see what time I'm leaving. No, you're not. I see yourself looking at yourself. <laughs> God damn, he looks good, yeah. folks. I mean, can we talk about Listen, this jacket? Number one, number For one. For fuck's sake. Uh, uh, Dallas had no lamp linebacker play. When you break down the film, they broke it down all week. It was pathetic. Your Cowboys are out. Let's no, I know. I know. Yeah, they were, but they passed out. No, they were pathetic defensively, which leads me to Frisco. They were so pathetic defensively and how off they played to the receivers and how Gilmore was burned so many on routes that San Francisco is going to kill them, and this is why. LaFleur can't coach against uh, Shanahan, number one. That, that ain't happening. Number two, it isn't going to be a Brock Purdy thing. Brock Purdy, I don't think, is going to throw in a, a pick because the Packers defense, for some reason, lit it up for Dallas, but is not very good in general. So the bottom line is you're going into Frisco. Packers are going to get their ass kicked. 
Um, the only way I'll say it even remains close is if Purdy happened to throw a pick, number one or two. They, they're only behind by seven to ten points going into the fourth quarter. Then I would give Green Bay a little bit of the edge, actually. And I, and I will say, if Purdy does get sacked a few times, that's when that guy turns into a skeleton. He's an idiot when he gets sacked. But I don't think that's going to happen. The deal is McCaffrey will light them up all over this game. He will light them up. So I'll I'll say Francis San Francisco by 17 points. Oh wow! I, I mean I what agree. A statement I from Big Dog. I think it's going to be closer to that than than a close game. But who knows? I mean this has been a weird playoffs. Who knows what's going to happen? Let's move on to Sunday and the first game. Sunday's at two o'clock Central Time. Kickoff set on NBC where the Buccaneers are traveling to the Detroit Lions. The Bucks coming off. A dominating performance really is the only way you can put it. Now, how much of that was the Buccaneers playing well and how much of that was the Eagles quitting on the season? I think it's more of the latter. But uh, the Buccaneers still come in with a with a one more playoff win than the Dallas Cowboys this year. Lions, on the other hand, get their first playoff win since January 5th, 1992, when they beat none other than the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and so the Lions in that game, you know, we, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but I, I think... Most people who watched that game would agree the Rams probably should have won the game. The Rams looked like the better team, at least in the second half. Uh, it was kind of a shootout in the first half, slowed down in the second half. Now we have the Lions where, okay, they've gotten over the hump of winning this playoff yeah. game. What What's the mindset here? Like, is this just, are they going to come in here and be like, all right, we're playing with house money, we got the monkey off our back, or is it just this letdown of we got this big emotional win over the, the Rams, Stafford came back, everybody was picking the Rams to win that game, and yet we won it, now it's a letdown, we're playing Baker Mayfield. Which one is more likely to happen here? I, I don't think there's going to be any letdown in, in Detroit because D Dan Campbell will have the guys ready to go. There's zero doubt about that. Huge playoff game. I think the Lions are going to win this by... I'm going to say, I'm going to say 10, but I'm going to say 7. I think it'll be a fairly comfortable win against the Bucks. The place will be rocking. Rams are better than the Bucks. I mean, I think the Rams at this yeah, point in the season the are way better than the Bucks. I don't have much worry for Detroit in this game. I think the place will be rocking. They'll be uh, ready to go. Um, and, you know, the Lions tackle will tackle better than that, that that Eagles team that had just given up on the season last year, or sorry, last week. So I think a pretty relatively easy win for Detroit. Uh, they're going to make golf throw the ball here. They're going to stop the run. Tampa Bay's defense is coming on. They're going to stop the run. Baker never believed in Baker, never think he's going to go anywhere. He's done good this year. I got he's got the same him. amount of playoff wins as I, Dak Prescott. I, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never, never a fan of that guy's arm. I just hate how he throws down. He throws the ball downward. He, he. I'm just not a fan. I was in college. He was damn good. I don't know why I don't like him. The pros. I don't like short quarterbacks. I like tall quarterbacks that see the field. I don't like short, stubby quarterbacks. I can't stand them. Drew Brees, Drew Brees, the exception. A couple of others, but let's just say okay, in general. That's good. Now here we go. Uh, Detroit. Uh, they're going to put it in golf's hands. They're going to win by. 10 points. No, by seven points, I agree. By seven points, um, Baker will throw, if not one, two picks. I'm going to think two picks. Two picks. Okay. All right. You're next. You never want your dad to copy your exact pick. It's like the Charles but, but, Barkley pick of dad. But <laughs> real he changed it to seven. I was like, oh, oh no. Uh, hey, but real quick, get to the other game because i got to get my take. Okay, in. we got to get, get you on the jet. jet. Yeah, we got to get him on the jet. jet. You're not going to it. Yeah, are you jet. fucking Dylan, kidding me? Did you see the jet? Yeah. Thank you. Fucking Let's go. Let's go. 
Next right. one. No, looks I, like a sheet. I didn't jet. get. Like I didn't a... get my take oh, on this. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Um, to me, you look at it. Jared Goff in the last game, seventy-two yards passing in the second half. I mean, he absolutely shut down because when Jared, this is my, this is my scare fear for the Lions this weekend. I think there's a decent chance they they tend to do this. They tend to get off to a hot start. And they tend to have like really good. Uh, ben Johnson, the OC, has a great script early that makes Goff look good. And then when it comes down to it, it's like, okay, now Goff has to make a play late. He didn't do it all game until the final play where they got the first down. But there were two drives before that where they had to punt back the Rams and gave the Rams a chance to win the game because Jared Goff could not get a first down. Jared Goof is going to have two turnovers in this game, I think. And I actually am going to pull, predict an upset here. I think the Buccaneers go into Detroit, I'd even love though. It. Even though I think, you know, I do think, and again, keep bringing up JB, but JB did mention this. I think the NFL does want the Lions in the Super Bowl. I think that's probably the best team for them to have in the Super Bowl. Um, it would be great to have the Lions there. So They're I do think the they got every call against the Rams, every single call. In fact, I think All the right. officials gave them the game at the end of the game. I'd go as far as to Let's say that. Let's get off the officials. To me, Jared Goff is going to have a rough game. Baker Mayfield is playing with house money now. There's no pressure no. on him whatsoever. And that Lions front, as good as they are against the run, I've been saying it for weeks, they're horrific against the pass. Mike Evans had a down game last week. He's going to have a big night against the Detroit Lions. Take Mike Evans over in his prop. Whatever it is, anything over, anything 80 or less, I would take his over. And I'd love it, Baker won. I would love it, but let's go. All right, let's go to the final game where we have maybe the best game, the Kansas City Chiefs traveling for the first time in the playoffs in the Mahomes era to Buffalo. My Buffalo Bills. Turner's Buffalo Bills, and I'll give him credit. Uh, he picked the Bills the whole way through to make the playoffs, and it came down to the last last week they got in, and then they got a very fortunate uh, you know, bounce to get the two seed and ended up getting to play the Steelers. But again, last week, what did we see? The Bills get up early, and somehow, some way, the, the Steelers, who are the worst team in the playoffs, if we're being honest, find a way to make that a one-touchdown game late. It is a one-score game late. Um, and so, you know, neither team has been overly impressive. Uh, neither team has been overly impressive. Josh Allen did look pretty darn good last week. He's obviously got the interception problems. 18 picks on the season, but he has 29 touchdowns, thrown for over 4,000 yards. Who gets the better of this matchup? The first two, Volume 1 and Volume 2, both went to Mahomes, but both of those games were in Arrowhead. Who wins this one in uh, Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York? Bills by seven. Short and sweet. And if you want to play the uh, official game, who they want to win, I know JB is talking about Chiefs, Taylor Swift. Look, you can show Taylor Swift in the, the booth a few times, but I do think the NFL truly... I mean, Buffalo has gotten to this point, or AFC Championship, and almost gotten to the to the Super Bowl. I I, I think, I mean, he probably is right. Taylor Swift bumped this well, just more, the than, more than the Josh Allen Mahomes. and the Mahomes. But I, I do I do think uh, yeah, you have Chiefs fans like Ryan McLaughlin. You know, shout out Ryan. Oh God, guys like that. That you know, Ryan Ryan, who was never a Chiefs fan yeah. and it married a uh, girl who is a Chiefs. He'll fan. blame his wife for being a Chiefs and fan, now which is he's, fine. He's not a Chiefs fan. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, they will. They're not going to win this game in Buffalo. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is not going to go into fucking Buffalo and take it from those people again. Won't do it. 
I don't know, man. This is a tough one. Josh Allen shits the bed you all watch your the mouth. time. He's just not that good oh and when it comes God. to these games. Number one, it's the it's it's a it, it's not a very big game to Patrick Mahomes depending on his on his on his record. Look at him in big games all the time. Josh Never Allen, the, the biggest game of his no, that's fair. Biggest game of his career. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal on the road. It's environmental environmentally, it's the same. In fact, Buffalo probably won't even be as near as cold or dealing with the Kansas City deals with. Yeah, Buffalo Stadium is crazy. Piece of shit stadium. And who the hell would want to live in How fucking Buffalo? How dare you talk about it? The Highmark Buffalo Stadium. There's, if you look up real estate in Buffalo, snow in hell, the you can live like a king in Buffalo for 150 grand. <laughs> We've heard this Okay, before. no one wants to fucking be in Buffalo. That's probably the, like, you're, you're dead if you're in Buffalo. I mean, you're not, you don't exist. It's like how you move your bad cousin. You move him to Buffalo. <laughs> but the, bo- the bottom line is um, ship your grandma off to Buffalo. You'll never hear from her again. But the bottom that seems line, like something you would honestly do. I yeah, would do probably. it. Put on the top of the, like, oh, like national the vacation. <laughs> but the bottom line is, Mah- it is out there. Mahomes is going to be playing really well. This will come down to one simple tight end, Kelsey. Kelsey shows up. They're going to the soup. They're going to the next. They're going to play. Who will they play? The Ravens. The Ravens. Or They'll the get Texans. their ass kicked there. So the bottom line is both teams are going to get their ass kicked going into the Ravens. So what does it really matter? So I don't think it really matters. In the NFL's case, they're not getting the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Oh, sorry. Buffalo's going to the Super Bowl. I wish I would. Well, I heard it here first. Hey, losing to. I don't, lo- I don't agree with look, that. Look, losing. Well, neither do I, but and I've by, been and saying by, it for I'm almost weeks. done with this. I'm almost done. No one says Marv Levy got the Buffalo Bills to the, to the Super Bowl four times in a row. They say, well, he lost four times in a row. No one will ever get a team to the Super Bowl four times in a row. No, that's crazy. That was crazy. So my point is, is that I want Buffalo to go to the Super Bowl. I would love it if they go to the Super Bowl. But the bottom line is they aren't. I w- but I, w- I want the Bills to win, so I'm going with the Bills. Josh Allen, uh, Trevor, uh, um, what's his name? Diggs. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, fucking baby. That guy needs to get, the, get him out of there. And Isn't then it? I want my song coming on when I give my takes about the coaching re- uh, carousel at the end of the show. A song, and then I'm going to get my uh, ski bag, and then I'm out. Let's yeah, go. You get this your is about as coin flippy of a game as you could ever, ever get. No, it's not. I, I really know. I really don't know. I want to pick the Bills because I don't want to root for the Chiefs. I kind of want to flip this quarter that's in my hand and just pick based on that. In fact, let's see what it would be. If it's heads, I'm going with the Bills. It is heads. I'm going to go with the Bills oh, here. Boo. I'm going with the Buffalo Coward. Bills. I Well, we you asked me last week on the show if it was these two who I would take, and I did say Buffalo. Uh, look, I, I don't believe in this Bills team at all. I've said it. Look, they're going to get to play. They got to play the fucking Steelers last week with Mason Rudolph. Now they're playing the worst Chiefs team that we've seen since Mahomes has gotten there at home. You should win this game. If you don't win this game – they should because uh, nobody will probably give them as much heat as they should get because they looked bad all year and they're lucky to like the fact that they're in the two seed. No, it's not like they were dominating all year and then this happened, but they do. They 100 percent should win this game. If they don't beat the Chiefs this year, they're never beating Kansas City. They might as well just blow it up because there is no get rid of McDermott. And that's the problem here with the Bills. If they don't win a Super Bowl here. This was the year where I thought, you know, OK, they're finally going to get rid of McDermott. They're going to make some changes. Nope. If they win this game, especially, ain't nothing changing there for five more years. So this is this is a huge, huge game for the Bills, and I just I hope they win it. I hope they go to the Super Bowl. I hope you're right, Turner. Uh, but to me, um, it, it really is a coin flip. I'll take Buffalo by man. I I literally think it's going to be by one. I'm going to say the Bills on a last second field goal by one. Somehow, some way, they won by one. Well, they need to get rid of the coach regardless, and they're not going to. You're right. If they win, they're not getting rid of. Him. He needs to go. 
you need to bring in an offensive-minded coach to work with with uh, Josh Allen. You, you're ruining this guy's career. You're just ruining the guys. Uh, so, I, like I said, I do hope they win, but they're not going to. Okay, let's talk real quick. We've got a ton of vacancies uh, around the NFL in terms of coaching. We know the Raiders' job is open, even though I think Antonio Pierce is a favorite to go there. Atlanta's yep. open. They interviewed Bill Belichick the other day. They interviewed Dan Quinn the other day. The L.A. Chargers met with Jim Harbaugh not too long ago. We've got um, what other Seattle. jobs? Seattle's open. I think um, Dan Quinn will – if he ends up anywhere, I think it's going to be in that's Seattle. That's his only shot, I think. Um, then some people are even saying – I saw an article the other day that said Mike McCarthy's likely going to get fired if, – if he does get fired, that Pete Carroll would be the guy who the Dallas would go hire. I don't know if that's that would no. be prediction. That would be um, but not so bright. No, it would not be Let's bright at all. Let's go get a 75-year-old to come yeah. in and turn the franchise yeah. around. But at that point, just go get Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, exactly. He, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The he damn was fired up. Yeah, the the uh, the po- the pre or halftime speech he gave on Fox. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah. I mean, I, I think Michael it. Strahan was about to hit somebody. You um, were tearing up. Probably. Oh yeah, my, my, my boy. <laughs> Didn't it That's look my like boy. Jimmy was crying a he little? Was. He was. He was borderline. Troy Aikman said he he was really emotional about yeah. it. But let's go. I think he really thought he let's was gonna. Go. They were gonna win that game. Let's roll. Um. So let's let's talk about like let's look at okay from the guys at the top. I, if I'm right, I'm gonna I'm gonna flaunt this because I said I really thought Jim Harbaugh had a good chance to go back to Michigan, and everybody said there's no chance. I think it's looking more and more like he might actually do that. No, he's Where's not. Jim Harbaugh going? Let's start with that. If I were him, I, I swear to you, if I were him, I'd go to the Bears. I'd, I'd get bring in the the new the, the USC quarterback. I'd bring him in, get rid of Justin Fields. He's a bum. Get rid of that guy. Um, toss him over to Atlanta. Give him to Atlanta. JB um, said that he wouldn't draft a quarterback in this draft, that he would g- just trade the pick and get somebody. Do you think that that's better than actually drafting one no, of these guys? No, there's a ton of quarterbacks. What are you talking about? Well, I have no because idea. none of them are that sure, and Caleb's looked really bad lately. Yeah, well, Caleb's better than Justin Fields. Poor guy. He got stuck in with the throwing in the Bears situation. Anyway, I, I, I go get the Bears job, or I go – if I'm him, I well, go – Well, first Bear- of all, the Bears job's not available. That's right. They 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 brought back the coach. My bad. Um, Wait, did they actually resign him, or they yeah. just haven't made a decision yet? They, no, they, they they're saying that they are. That's right. Sure. I that's right. I, they fired so, the OC, and they're going to bring a new OC. Yeah, in. that's, that's right. I heard that this morning. My bad. The GM has said that they're keeping I was the Bears d- coach. Looking, Everflues is staying. Are they keeping Fields in too? At that point, I no. Mean, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that. I, I well, think Fields is going to get bo- dealt. Bottom, bottom line is. Um, if I'm he w- he will go to the Chargers if anywhere just because of the the, the climate out there and th- that's what it is. But in essence, I do think that in like I told you in the beginning of the year they are going to come down on him, and so that's why he's getting these guarantees in his contract now that you know if he interviews or whatever. But this is cover your ass clause. Bottom line is, I, if I were him, I'd take the Washington job with the new owner. That's what I would take. I would not take the Chargers. The Chargers are, are stepchildren in L.A. They don't have their own – they're building their own facility. Who cares? Not a great job. I know he likes uh, Herbert, but the bottom line is he can pick who he wants no pressure. at this point. They had they had released something that said the Raiders were – if they didn't sign Antonio Pierce, that they would bring Harbaugh in and then give him an option to maybe take J.J. McCarthy. Not like in the early first, yeah. but like his wife's not they living, 13. His yeah. wife is not living in Vegas, and they're not going to school in Vegas. They, you got to look at that situation. He's a family guy. Here's the bottom line is, if I'm, if I'm him, I'm going to L.A., or I'm going to Washington. Yeah, I and think he's going to end up in L.A. I've already said that Dylan thinks he may go back to school. That organization. I said, I told, said last podcast, maybe 20% chance he goes to school. But I heard... Um, Adam Schefter talking about him. He said, look, he's gone into, this is the situation. He's gone into the Chargers and told them, 
his list of demands, and if they do that, what he demands, and it's going to cost them a lot more money to do these things, he'll become their head coach. It's that simple. If they don't do it, then he'll probably go back to Michigan and try to work like the contract he is now. So they say a couple of people in the Chargers, the Chargers are going to do. They say a couple of people in the Chargers organization don't really like him. Don't think he's the right idea. Well, for that's they, he is the right idea. But the They'd bottom be line is, to not but the give bottom it to him line with the option. Is, Who are you going to get if you're that's, a Chargers? That's the point. If the he, bottom line is they don't really have anybody else. If the Chargers don't get Harbaugh, they're for sure getting the OC from Detroit. That's for sure going to mm-hmm. happen. Nobody want because he would be an idiot, even if it's like a million dollars less a year. To not go work with Justin Herbert. No, I, mean, no, I completely so be, agree with that. I'm, surprised, I'm just surprised that L.A. would go after that guy only because I wouldn't. they just hired Thank a you. young, Thank you. innovative guy. I know Staley was defense. Yeah. And it's got to be offense. Yeah. But still, it's kind of like the same. I, that's just the reason I thought, in my opinion, that if he did, if Harbaugh did go they to the need NFL, to put butts in that, the seats. that he would go to L.A. Because to me, that's the type of guy you're going to go with. If you just went with this guy, All it was right. a disaster. You're going to go with an older guy. And like you said, I do agree. The guy's done a great job with the offense in Detroit. I mean, he turned it Jared Goof, Noodle Arm Goff, into like a decent football player. I wouldn't say good. Decent. But looking at it, I, I to me, the only reason I would even consider Washington is because they have the number two pick. There's no way... I, you know, I, I just don't see why you would want to live in Washington and, and deal with that. His family's right down the turnpike. He's, they're all right. His family lives all uh, around there. I Could happen. I think he's going to end His brother's up, in Baltimore. His mom and dad are right by there. My guess is, LA or Michigan. My guess is, yeah, it's going to be one of those two. I think Dan Quinn. If it's up, LA or Michigan, it's Michigan. Dan Quinn will end up in, I'm going to guess, Seattle. He shouldn't get a job. Yeah, well, I agree with that. He should I wouldn't not, fucking hire him after dumb. what I saw in the playoffs. You hire him after what I Washington then. I don't know. Maybe maybe Ben Johnson. I mean, is it Ben Johnson, the OC? Is that his name? Yeah, Ben yeah. Johnson. There's also the other the other options out there. Obviously, Bill Belichick, um, Mike Vrabel, uh, which I Vrabel would I, go to I Washington. I think that's a great. I think people are. I can't believe that the Patriots didn't hire him. That just blows my absolute mind that they would promote Jerry? a linebackers coach and who has never been a coordinator over a guy who's you know, been there in that organization is loved by players. It makes absolutely zero sense. Somehow, uh, Raheem Morris is in the conversation, which is just ridiculous to me. Um, Bobby That's... Slowick, the OC from the Texans, Good he's God. he's definitely an option. Yeah. I think uh, Vrabel will end up in Washington. Or yeah, Atl- that's it for Vrabel. Perhaps Atlanta. The only reason I would say he wouldn't end up in Atlanta is the simple fact that they hired Arthur Smith, who worked underneath him, and it was terrible. But Arthur Smith, that's a whole different... You know, Vrabel would bring someone else to run the offense. If I'm Atlanta, I'm going to go get someone who is a coach that's been around the block, knows the NFL, and I'm trading for Justin Fields and running that kind of style offense with B. John Robinson and Drake London, and they should be able to put up points yeah. with that system. But, I mean, I just – the defense is okay, but, I mean, I just – I'm not going out and hiring like a – I think Vrabel's the right move for Atlanta, honestly. But I yeah, don't but know. Vrabel, Vrabel, I don't think you would get along with Justin Fields. I think that a running quarterback drives you crazy. Vrabel's a guy that likes like stuck with Ryan Tannehill. He likes guys to sit in the pocket and throw the ball. I don't. He's not a big. He's an old school guy. Well, Tannehill's more. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, Tannehill's but more. He does, of, but Tannehill, but Vrabel's, but not, a, Vrabel's he, not an offensive guy anyway. So no, but I'm care? saying like he, his mindset is kind of like I think he wants quarterbacks that are that can see the field, big guys. But anyway, here here he you know he was Tom Brady. So the bottom line is, I think that's that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at that is, if they say that Belichick Belichick wants to go under key un, under under uh, 
uh, underperforming team would be the Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Falcons. That's the only team he's going to face. If he goes to Dallas, he's screwed. No, he, he loses. No, he can't go to Dallas if they're twelve and four. That's and another. They, I forget about. Go to Carolina. Dallas and they and he comes in and we lose seven games. My God, it's over. Jerry's not hiring Ray, Bill Belichick. Rabel would be interesting in Carolina only because that defense is not. They're not. Yeah, they're bad. not. Their secondary's good. Yeah, and if you go get a young offensive coordinator to come in with them, I mean, listen, it's going to be a rebuild, but like. He would kind of no be one a wants good to job. Be, no one wants to deal with that owner. No, in Carolina. he doesn't. But I'm saying that that could be his only option. Yeah. And he's such an alpha male that, and he's played in the league. Like it's a guy that you know is a players coach that's played in the league. You know, the Tepper's a lunatic. There's no doubt about yeah, it. But if you get certain be allowed guarantees to the team in your anymore. contract, like yeah, sure, I'll go try right. it. And if you get fired, you make ten million dollars. That's what I was saying. I think you're, I think whoever takes if I think Tepper wants to make a big splash which is why I think actually, weirdly enough, and I've said this before, I think Bill Belichick's in play for Carolina. Um, he doesn't want an owner like that. Uh, yeah, but the thing about it is, like I said, Turner mentioned a good All point, right, well, too. Let's like, get our what picks. If they, we already did our no, picks, No, our picks dude. for like who, where, who's going where. I've already kind of given mine. We're you can talking you about it. that's what we're talking about. All this stuff. What do you mean? But I'm saying, let's Dude, give this our guy's got a picks. jet to fuck. Hey, you are right? the worst person to have on the podcast. Like, <laughs> he's, you, yeah, he's going. You ruin the structure of the show. You do your own thing. Like, I, I don't know skiing, why you ask. I don't want him on anymore. Only for like ten minutes of show. It's annoying. Okay, what I'm saying is, let's do our picks. Cut of to coaches. the middle of when we're talking. Well, oh, well, really? Pl- when I'm talking. Hey, real quick, let's do our picks to who's going where. All right. That way we. Okay. That way we can do it that way. All right. How many open spots are there? There's so a ton. There's 18. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say Dan Quinn okay. goes to Seattle. All right. I'll tell you I'm going to say okay. Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. Okay. Ben so Johnson getting, goes okay. to the Commanders. I'm going to say Vrabel. This is going to this is going to be crazy. I'm going to say Vrabel ends up in Carolina. I'm going to take Bill Belichick going to the Atlanta Falcons because he's on record saying. I want a talented group that's underachieving. I would say they qualify for that. And Arthur Smith, getting a little bit older, got a ton of money, and he's on record saying that you know, nice guy in the community. Arthur but Blank, said, you mean? Sorry, Arthur Blank, not yeah. Arthur Smith. Arthur Blank on you know on record yep. saying I've made plenty of coaching mistakes. Hiring Bill Belichick technically can't be a yeah. mistake, so it makes him look a lot better. I'll do that, and then um. I'll say Tennessee. God, they're going to give the job to. God, nobody left. The Tennessee is going to hire within the division, and they're going to get the Texans OC. I'll say that. Bobby Whatever. Slowick. Bobby Slowick. Yeah, those are my ge- official guesses. Okay. Pick three of them yourself. What? Pick three of yours. He's got to do all of them. If I had to do all of them, yeah, I would have done three. What are you talking about? Why would I pick three? I'm saying so I can be thinking real quick. Right? He's got places but, to fucking go, But, but listen to me. He's, listen to he's me. hijacked this whole show. All right, <laughs> let me go. That's what I, he let does. Let me no. go. Let me go. Be no, quiet. I want a good one, Antonio two. Pierce is going to the Raiders. That's obviously I agree sad. with that one. We already know that. Um, I think, man, I guess I really, I really do think that Harbaugh is going back to Michigan, but I'm going to say – I'm going to say for now, if I if he goes to – I'll just say he's going to the Chargers, but I actually do think he's going back to Michigan. I'll say he's going to the Chargers. Um, man, I I think somehow – you kind of convinced me with Belichick going to Atlanta. I didn't really buy it before. The more I think about it with that defense, they actually have some talent on that defense. But, um, man, I guess – you know what? No, I'm going to say something different. Let me say this. I think actually Vrabel is going to end up in Atlanta. And I think Bill Belichick is going to somehow end up in Carolina. That might flip flop, but I think that's what's going to happen. I think uh, Ben Johnson 
is going to go. Man, what's even what, what's even left? I'm trying to think who I missed here. Uh, ben Johnson's going to go to. Weirdly enough, I think Ben Johnson might actually end up in Seattle because I think Dan Quinn lost his opportunity to get a job there. Uh, and I think Washington – man, I could get every one of these wrong here. Oh, yeah. I'll say I – mean, you know, yeah. I actually forgot one guy. Frank Smith, I think that's his name, is the OC for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. I he, think he'll probably he's get a job going to go to the Commanders. Uh, and I think that's everybody. The Titans is the only one left. Uh, man, I don't even know who's going to go to the Titans. That's a tough job right now. They're going to hire somebody. Sorry, Bailey. They're going to hire somebody stu- stupid. I'm going to say Bobby Slowick to the Titans from the from the uh, Texans. I think that's where he goes. Pete Carroll's going to go to. I think Pete Carroll's done. He might be done. I think Pete for Carroll's Bailey- going to the UFL, dude. <laughs> Well, I, I, like I, I, I can't P- believe is the name of that. We actually please. left Pete Carroll out, which is kind of weird. I don't think he's going to get a job. Iowan doesn't think he is. I think he's with that many openings, and you're just naming some guys. You're reaching for some of those guys, so he'd have to get something. I'd consider Pete Carroll over the OC for the Texans. Yeah, I'm but sorry. the trend is because if, if the Texans are the Texans, success is CJ. Yeah, you said the OC for the Texans. Oh, oh, God. yeah, but it's I'm a saying young man's league. I see. Well, 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 what I'm going to say, if you're if you're picking the OC for the Texans and you're you're assuming that his their success is based upon him, which a lot of it probably is, but it's also based upon CJ Stroud. So the bottom line is, if you you have to decide that if it isn't based upon the OC, then you make a mistake going with an OC from the Texans. Number one, I don't see him. I don't know. Maybe he'll get a job. I don't get it. I say, like I said, Belichick wants to underachieve. It is going to be the Falcons. Uh, it's a horrible. That's the most likely horrible, spot for him. Horrible spot for him. Horrible. I I can't stand anything about that. That's going to be a horrible situation for him. Um, Rabel will go to Washington. Um, if 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 this is a, see that. Why would he me, go to Washington? Because I just think he'll go to Washington. Now, if if these he, guys typically will take any head cut. I mean, if you get off, if and, you get offered it, you're just going to take it. And the bottom, typically. I just think you just had Ron Rivera, an old defensive guy. Oh no, 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 no I know. Not to say that it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah. as far as no, because you have, take it. No, you're right. Yeah. Also, you have an offensive coordinator in Washington from the Chiefs. No, I don't think they're going to keep him. Well, then, oh, then yeah. he's then he'd be a. I know when they're saying he can't get hired. He's been Nobody's here to be 35 times. I know. I, I would love to see him there. Dallas yelling at everybody like he does. The OC for the for the Washington Redskins. The enemy. The enemy. I, I would hate but, having but, him there. Like, but after the bottom line is Sam Howell this the, year. The stepchild in this whole, whole organization, in oh, this whole picks, <laughs> the stepchild is the Titans. That's the job that no one even been talking about. That's the step, the redheaded stepchild, <laughs> the little bitch stepchild. I love how from, you say that with Carolina on the list, just to get no, rise out of Bailey. No, Car- <laughs> no, but no, because Carolina's job, no one would want. I'm seriously, seriously, they're gonna have to bring in a young guy. They should give you the fucking the, the, job. I mean, honestly. I go fucking you out there. Stand but, off but, Tepper. But Carolina's job, literally, I don't think anybody's talking about because nobody wants that job. And if you do want that job, you're crazy. I mean, I'll fucking take it. The bottom, give me a call. The bottom line is he's smart. He's smarter bringing up bringing in a top quarterback, a top uh, college coach. He'd be smarter bringing in a college coach that guy than he would any of the old school pro guys. The coach, the, the owner from the from the Carolina Panthers. I'd bring in a top dog college coach for that team. Um, so bottom line is I, you know, th- that's what I would do. Now the only other pick is Dallas will stay with McCarthy. I said it all along. Done deal. Belichick, like I said, Falcons, and you said, um, who you save for uh, Titans? The OC we, for we both Detroit. Said the, oh, oh, well, no, I said, I said the OC for De- 
Detroit's going to Washington. I think that's who they're going to hire. I it think makes the OC, sense because a defensive. I think you're going to try to get a young the OC uh, for, offensive guy. The OC for the Lions will go if Harbaugh stays in Michigan. He will go to the Chargers. Yeah, if Harbaugh stays I agree with that. goes to the Chargers, he will go to the Titans. Okay, got it. Got it. Did he name all of his? I don't think. Yeah. He and then, and then the Houston, the Houston would be the last resort. The Houston OC will be like the last guy picked. You got to understand, a lot of people like him because I know. He, it's Kyle Shanahan offense. He's got the playbook. He knows the offense. And sure, C.J. Stroud's playing great. But who just you, a tough who offense do you have him style. going to? I said the Titans. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, I think they have. I think they want somebody offensive base. That redheaded stepchild of a job. Bailey. Yeah, that's no one wants that fucking hey, job. Bailey's hey, fucking hey, fuming hey, over there. Hey, Bailey, that's like the scene from Major League where the guy, the old manager's there and calling. He's like, "How'd you, how'd you like to manage the Major League Ball Club of the Indians this year?" And he's like, "Well, I don't know. I'll get back to you on it. it gets, you know, whatever. I'll let you know." And I'm and I'm actually surprised Wade Phillips doesn't get a def- defensive coordinator job. Number one, you know what I would do if I'm Dallas, I I let Dan Quinn go. By the way, Dan Quinn shouldn't go Wade anywhere. Wade would do. Dan Quinn shouldn't be hired anywhere. Be awesome. Oh yeah. By the way, the Seattle will hire Dan Quinn. It's a mistake. They'll probably hire him. And I do I think, think the the dark. I got one dark horse, and I'm done. Pete Carroll could end up in a head coaching job. And I think it's weird. I have a feeling if they don't get Harbaugh and the Chargers, they'll bring him in. I think well, they'll he's bring. He's got an LA background, Coach Jesse. I think they'll bring him in if he if the Chargers go to don't go to Harbaugh. They're bringing him in. I think the they're Jets him are in. calling you. No, the pilots, a, the pilots calling. That's him a saying, scam call. You better get you better get down to the airport real quick. Millionaire, got to get to the. <laughs> we do have a treat tonight, though. Uh, even though there's no football, the seven and thirty-two Spurs are only 15-and-a-half-point dogs at the Celtics tonight. Ooh. So we have something to look yeah. forward to to watch Hey, tonight. last time the Celtics played a team that never won any games and went to overtime against the Pistons. That's right. Did. We got them right where we want them. Hey, Wimby, Wimby's got to be the uh, the rookie of the year. And from and from now on, I need all my my, my the, the the outline of the show From now on, you're going to come in and you're going to listen to what I say. No, it's my not in show. front of me. I need an outline. This is my show, not yours. All you right. listen. You don't get to come in and, and hijack the need show. need fucking I- outlines of the fucking show. We told you we were what we were doing. You exactly. call me in from the studio room where I'm working on hits. You were watching you're, first take. Fucking and you, hits. You're, you're watching bring, first take. And you take. fucking bring me in here and you're talking talk about uh, the the the, play, the the remaining playoffs and then the, I was going to give you my coaching carousel picks like even in the dark ones. The bottom line is watch <laughs> the dark horse here is my boy Pete Carroll. Okay? No one's hiring He's the Pete, dark horse. brother. No one's talking about it. And by the way, um, no one chews a piece. Of I'm, I'm like kind of curious man. why the press has not mentioned one coach to the Titans. Seriously, there has not been any discussion, nor Carolina. Bailey probably knows like the if, whole breakdown because he gets like Titans. All right, reports, Bailey, real quick. Have they, have, have they talked about anybody about the Titans? Have they? Who? Who the fuck are they interviewed? Condoleezza. Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice. Who else? Condoleezza no, Rice. No, seriously, who have they interviewed? Who that woman owner in Tennessee is bringing Condoleezza Rice and Denzel okay, Washington. Okay, so real quick, let's end, let's end it with this. Let's end it with this. What coaches left in the playoffs could get job interviews? OCs. It says it said the Titans scheduled a second in-person interview with the Bengals OC Brian Callahan. So real quick, yeah, who, it's because who, his daddy coached the league. Okay, the bo- I assume it's his who, that Callahan. Who son. left in the playoffs has any coach coaches could go to a team? 
the Who Texans, in the playoffs? The Texans. No, OC. Baltimore. Not the San Francisco staff. I mean, whoever is the chief staff. Coordinator not the chief staff. Not the Bills staff. Who else? The Todd Munkin's the OC, but I don't know if he wants to be a, a head coach. He came from Georgia. All right. So you know who they need to hire? Your boy Wink Martingale. That's who. Oh, they what need. happened? Didn't he storm out cursing yeah, uh, yeah. Dayball the Day other day? That's a legendary move right there. Oh, Wink. So all I can say is, honestly, sorry. When Cowboys, if Dan Quinn leaves for a head coaching job, God. they should just go get Wink, and they'd bring. Seven guys every single time. It would be the, the complete opposite yes, of what you have. Then, yeah, it would be the complete opposite. You just I would leave all love your it. corners on islands. No, I would just, love it. And honestly, honestly, it might not be a horrible idea, to be honest with you. No, it's he's not. Pretty he's terrible. No. He's, terri- <laughs> he's terrible as far as, like, what he calls, but as far as the Cowboys just being able to play man on the back end, yeah. like, if you bring extra guys... It would be fun to watch. Bottom line is if Dallas was smart, they would go pick, they would go bring in Vrabel and give him a ton of money knowing that Mike's out next year. They bring in Vrabel it's as not, a defensive coordinator. Yeah, he would if they bring and I want this as the featured featured part of the show. Yes. I want you to edit the Big show down where I'm take. saying this actual thing. Because this show you didn't give me an outline, so I'm all over the place. We've but never I, had an outline. Let me tell you something. I want a fucking outline. My agent wants an outline before I fucking come on this piece of shit show again. So this is the thing. The now, show that you helped design and build the yeah, setup this, yeah, that you just called a piece for, of shit? For a guy that said he was only going to talk 10 minutes, I'll tell you what. Hey, you sure do go over. Hey, real quick. For the show that, that got its first guest ever as Coach JB, the legend, the man, the myth, the legend, My JB. idea. My idea. Hey, real quick. Um, I was about to see. Now you let me fucking lose my train of thought. What was I talking about? You, no outlines. You want you No, want but I was going to give it. I was going to give Rabel. There you go. Rabel goes to Dallas. You give him an amazing amount of money. He knows he's up for the head coaching job. He kicks ass as a defensive coordinator. You bring him in. You give him the head coaching job next year. Win-win. Not a he's controllable idea. by Jerry. Jerry's never putting any kind of Bel- Belichick in there. That's it. And all I want to talk about next year is Cowboys, UT, and the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl winners, okay? Uh, or we could bring back, here's another great idea for the Cowboys. Get rid of McCarthy and bring back Jason Garrett. I would love it. And Dave Campo as his <laughs> Oh, actually, partner. no, Dave Campo, head coach, Jason Garrett, OC. There, yeah, you, there go. you go. And and the other thing is, at this point next year, if Wade does pretty good in, in U, uh, USFL, whatever it's called, UFL, he should get a he should get a job. Well, he now, should but, always have a defense coordinating job, but the problem is, and he'll tell you this because he's told us before, it's a young man. It's a young man's league. It's it's impossible Fuck to get that. hired. We as are an the guy. guy. Us, you just we don't are, have a, hey, what do which I call? Is stupid. As I tell du- Bailey, we are the dinosaurs, the real fucking smart guys. That's right. And we we actually are. There's few of us left. Dude, I mean, there's here's, few of us. And we are the dinosaurs. We're the smartest generation ever. My age group, the smartest. You raised 70,000. Our generation. fucking the stupidest generation You raised our generation, didn't you? No, it's the stupid. Yeah, it was a fuck up. The stupidest generation ever is this generation. I will say, though, it really is true when it comes to, like, being a coordinator. Like, if you were smart, like, if you were Ben Johnson and you had any brain power at all or anybody who's a brilliant offensive mind, what you do is you bring in an old vet yep. like Wade Phillips to run your defense, and he yep. takes care of all yeah, that. All you just it. worry about the offense. He's a former head coach. Yep. All the players love yep. him, and they play hard for him. That's what you do. You don't bring in your buddy who's awesome. That's right. 
36 and, you know, whatever. Oh, he's going to do a good job. Plus, like, you have no. someone to go to do it for, for advice to if yeah. you're a first-time I mean, head coach and who's been there, done that, yeah. you know. And, and my, they're not trying to take your job. They know right. they're old. They're and, right. you know. and there is a possibility, even though I don't think it should happen, that the offensive coordinator for UT will end up in a head coaching job. The actual offensive coordinator for the Texas Longhorns could get a he coaching even job. Call the place. What are you talking about? I thought I, I thought they said no. Steve Sarkeesian calls the place. There's, they got a got hot shot. By, then what happened? Who's the hot offensive coordinator in the college right now? They were talking about this morning. Talking about the guy from Washington? No, no, no. Kyle Flood is the offensive coordinator for Kyle Texas. Flood. That's him. Kyle Flood doesn't call the place. Kyle Flood is look. Some teams are looking at Kyle Flood, so you'll know. All right. I. There you have it. I just you typed in Kyle Flood NFL and not a thing came up. I'm so. telling you, I picked dark horses. I, that wasn't even the guy he That's heard. It. No, he I swear it was UT. That that it was be, UT. That wouldn't be a dark horse. That'd UT. be a dead horse. Like <laughs> something like Ratama Park breaking their leg and they got to put it out of his misery out there on the track. Hey, by the way. There's a zero be looking zero zero chance. That what's this guy's name? Kyle Flood. That Kyle Flood gets an NFL <laughs> head coaching Listen, job. I, I predict dark horses, <laughs> yes. son of a bitches. Yes, all Real right. quick, I want to say one thing too. There will, at this rate, when you're naming all those teams, eight teams, because they're only concentrating on six or seven, the me- three or four in the media, you will have to bring in a college coach. There's going to have to be a college coach hired. There are not enough good can- candidates that haven't coached them way- themselves out of a job, Dan Quinn being one of them, possibly Pete Carroll, that they do not bring in a hot college coach. I can't believe they wouldn't think about it, especially if I'm Carolina. That's it. Okay, this guy, folks, has got a plane to catch. He's heading to Aspen, right? What time are you taking? Pilot just texted yeah, me. Pilot You're just not going him. Yes, I'm going skiing, bitch. You're such a liar. Oh, my gosh. Are you crazy? Got my skis. Everybody waiting for me? He's just trying to Did say. Did I show you the jet? Huh? Oh, yeah. Hey, thank. Go, okay. Go, God damn. Big, Big dog's dog. leaving. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, hey. Be- Big dog, have fun on those bunny slopes, brother. <laughs> that is, yeah, honest. Sorry to Draymond Green. We couldn't make it on in there. He was waiting, but we ran out of time. We'll try to get squeeze him in next time. Um, but that. thank you for tuning in to the Slobberknocker Sports Podcast. Thank you again to Jason Brown, JB. JB. I'll put his Twitter handle and all that stuff at the bottom at at the real JB. Um, and uh, go check out his show and um, all all of his stuff. Hate me now, love me later. His book is on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle or hard copy. I think he signs. Uh, he does an autograph version on his website as well. Go get you a slap dick cigar or slap dick whiskey, whatever, on JB's uh, website. But thanks again for tuning in uh, to this episode. Hopefully, we're gonna have some more interview guests on soon. We got a, we got a guest coming next week, uh, which will be a treat for us. We'll talk a little bit of hoops for the first time this year. So thanks again. And have a great week and enjoy the NFL playoffs.